Hey guys, welcome to Call Me Whatever podcast. I'm Chinaza. And I'm Shivani. And yeah, that's our duo. So guys, I know you you guys love these story times that we do throughout our podcast, but I'm sure most of our loyal listeners know that, what, every one to two months, we continue on this little series that we've got going on called story time story time <laughs> it's like a long running kind of thing that we do every 10 or so episodes yeah. just to remind y'all that we still have lives outside of this and we're not just barking our opinions out into the void we also live quite hilarious lives or at least we have moments of humor yes or like just moments that man i can we cannot forget like you know those like well uh nowadays people call them like core memories like like, they're core yeah. experiences that, like, you just can't forget because they're, like, just so ridiculous they, or you, you just remember. They're it. actually just ludicrous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you know, ludicrous. <laughs> like, when I was 13, I had my first love. If I could have been my baby, <laughs> I can't say about that fast. But that was my song for the episode, by Beautiful. the way. I found more and more creative ways yeah, to incorporate it. Yeah, no, that was it. so perfect because, like, we were just talking and then, like, you went from like the the adjective to is it the, is ludicrous is ludicrous an adjective i think it, yeah it ludicrous means ridiculous right, exactly so vocab word Ooh, of period. the day as well yeah you went from an adjective to the singer ra- songwriter rapper <laughs> ludicrous yeah so i feel like <laughs> yeah it's just no it actually is like have you ever been in those situations where you're just like I can't believe that this is happening. Like, no way. Like, absolutely no way. And obviously, we have, like, story times all throughout, like, our episodes. Like, we never just talk, talk. about something in the <laughs> void. We always ground it in context in our own personal experiences. But sometimes some of these examples actually Need their deserve... their own episode. <laughs> their own episode. <laughs> and and, and usually, Shivani's got a little something. Yes, and usually, like, these stories or experiences they the other person maybe doesn't know all the details or hasn't really fully heard it so it is a little bit of a of a personal facetime call because because i don't think shanaza knows all these details so i'm really excited to just yeah hear what she has to say because man oh i'm man. very behind on the updates for this <laughs> yeah we've been busy so, guys we've been busy so so no okay yeah. so this one story that i've got and i i don't really know why we went on this date but um, two years ago, I, I've been volunteering at this study, like at this hospital study for four years now, but this was back in the day, like two years ago, I think I was mm, 18 and I don't think I've really hidden the fact that like I have like dabbled with like dating apps, like I've been on and off. Um, and at that time I was on and, um, I think we may have even matched on like Tinder, which everyone knows, like. You don't expect anything on Tinder, but sometimes there are those like golden or like golden little like matches that like the person, the guy actually like wants to meet you and like it's authentic mm. and it's like going somewhere. So right. I was in Philly for the, my shift before my shift. So I was like the plan was literally for me to like be in my scrubs and it was going to be like a casual little coffee date like brunch uh before I had to head in to the hospital um and this guy we're gonna call him Matt 
Um, Matt (laughs) was a great conversationalist. Like we had great conversation, like, but you know, you have to test it out in person. So that's what we were doing. So I, wait, was he a great conversationalist as in like in DMS or was it like chatting voice memos? Oh, okay. It was, it was texting. It was texting. texting. Like we exchanged phone numbers. Like, so we were off the app. We had been talking for like, somewhat of a period of time but then after that point um we obviously like you can never know through text right like you don't know a vibe yeah like there's a ceiling on meeting someone and how much you can get to know about text like i guess well i guess after text you do phone calls or facetime and then you do dates but back when i was 18 i guess we were just like like we both checked each other out like knew we weren't like freaks or anything i agree with that that what you guys did yeah even you were 18 yeah yeah we were 18 well we were both actually 18 yeah so um text so got good vibes and so we decided to go meet up we meet at this cafe he's there before i am okay kind of like a guy that's on time i'm a late person though so i always feel guilty <laughs> i like a person that's kind of like on the same late time so yeah maybe that energy. was my fault as well maybe not a good uh first impression but we go and we order and this is again another (laughs) episode we can do about where i'm gonna go with this but i just want you to hear my perspective right now right so we go and then we'll get matt's perspective ladies and gentlemen let's welcome matt to the phone (laughs) call okay (laughs) oh my god imagine (laughs) what if that happened I think I was like, I'm leaving. Like, you can have this. No, you would actually <laughs> disappear, and it'd just be me and Matt. But then I'd be like, okay, Matt, let's get your perspective. Right. So the 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 podcast would not be over just because you left, girl. I know. He would still be here. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so we go in, and it's like you order, and then you sit down, and the food gets brought to you. So you go up to the front counter. So on a on a first date i am traditional i am not saying that a man has to pay for everything but for me it's a little <sighs> bit of a criteria um mm-hmm. so i will pull out my card but it's kind of like me faking it a little <laughs> bit to see <laughs> what the other person's going to do and so i order <laughs> I've seen guys on Twitter talk about this. This definitely needs to be its own podcast because, like, I need to know what women think. Honestly, this would be a fun podcast to do with, like, friends. Yeah. Like, not even famous friends, just but just friends. people with different perspectives. Because I feel like our perspective might be too similar to have this yeah, conversation. I know, T- I know Tanaz and I actually agree on this. That's why she isn't saying anything. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying anything right now because, like, hey, I'm over here. I'm not going to. I don't have to prove to a man that I can afford my own meal. I can. Yeah. So it's not a matter of that. Like I know I can like come here and like get my own meal, but it's like this but is must I? Yeah, exactly. And this is a <laughs> date. I? Like this isn't like a friend. Like we're it's not friends hanging out. It's like we are going on our first Formally date, one on one for the first time. So like, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna take care of me, or am I taking care of myself? So I took care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you put it in that way. Um, I took care of me that day. Yeah. And Self-care. That was strike um, one. Strike number one. And another thing was that he went to go pay and he pulled out his card and it was a gold Amex. <laughs> and 
Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means because I'm not as bougie as you, Shivani. I'm not bougie Who, at all. I don't know what yes, you're Yes, you are about. bougie, okay. first of all. You are a bougie individual. And second of all, I think there are different types of bougie-ness. I've talked about this with my sister. And you have a certain type of bougie that, like, you have very certain idiosyncrasies, like, certain <laughs> preferences that if you see someone not doing what, like you consider standard you're like ooh, like you're not gonna hold it against them entirely <laughs> but you're always going to remember and just this one like oh this he has this certain card i don't know really much about cards so i don't know what but i know you do like you know you're like very intentional about points and all that stuff so you know what this means okay but i don't know what a gold you know what i won't even rebut that, that because i I went on another date with another guy, like, last year, and he called me bougie, too. So I was like, okay, you know what? You may be right. Okay, but when a guy calls you bougie, that just means he's broke. Yeah. Well, we never went out again, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. And I actually, I don't actually fully mean that, but, like, I feel like. To call a, mo- a woman bougie to her face. Right. I feel like you need to have a little, like, you can think it, but you shouldn't you be should saying it to their self-respect. Face. Or wait, or wait until yeah. you're, like, close enough. No, I completely agree. A gold Amex is, like, an American Express, which, like, an American Express, like, credit card in itself is, like, kind of hard to, like, get because you, you need to have good credit and you also need to be making, like, showing them that you obviously make decent amount of income to be able to have an American, uh, like, Express. Like, it's, I guess, a lo- another level of, like, showing, like, the type of wealth, I guess, you have. Um, oh, so he is wealthy. Yeah, is so he pulled out his saying. gold Amex, and I was like, okay, he's wealthy. Because also, r- okay. let me remind you, we're 18 at the time. So you already know that, like, this gold Amex is not coming from him, most likely, because we're freshmen in college. Like, yes, right. yes this story is based on a lot, like, of assumptions but like i know my assumptions are correct <laughs> i know my assumptions this are is correct. actually grounded on stipulation yes and but assumptions. I, I know my assumptions are correct because actually chanaza and i later have done research and we have proven my <laughs> assumptions correct so yeah so, so it's not just speculation yeah it's not speculation it's anymore more. so anyway i assumed i was like <laughs> i was like okay this man is well like this kid is wealthy and it's his parents money and so, like, I guess to, in a, to a certain degree, I guess I understand that, like, you're not going to use your parents' money on a girl. But, like, also, you're wealthy. You have a, like, you're literally pulling out a gold card and showing me. Like, it was, like, very direct. Like, you made sure that I saw that gold card before yeah. you Yeah, wait, okay. Let's take a few steps back. Okay, so what was the process of the waiter coming? Like, because... There's a lot of things that matter in, like, a date. And part of it is geography right. or location. So, like, how did the waiter come in? Like, because I'll no, give so him a little ca- bit of grace so depending cafe, on how. Sorry. I was going to say, okay. this cafe, it wasn't, like, you order and then you pay at the end. It was you order at the counter. Like, at the counter, you pay mm. and then you sit down like you find a seat somewhere on like in the oh cafe. so he ordered for only himself and then paid and then let you order. yes because the respectful thing to do would have been what do you want order for himself wait let you order and then pay at the end right because if they or usually though. they ask it's not a, a wait you, it's because that to me like you know like then i guess in a way i'm kind of like staking a claim aren't i like if he if he just yeah because he's like, giving okay. that space yeah I, I can't do that like you have to verbally especially on a first date you have to verbally be like what do you want 
and then I'll be like, are you sure? Like, yeah. And that's low-key, I'll be honest with you, I know you said that, like, a lot of men be talking about the faking it. Like, I, I'm joking around with the faking it. It's like, again, I can take care of myself, but it is a test because we're going on dates to see if you're if you and I are compatible and we'll be able to be partners so like yeah if you can't take care of me on our first date that's just going to be a sign to me that like this is just the beginning this is a big of a lifetime right. of split checks right <laughs> literally okay I know this I sound is, really bad it's supposed to be the it's like I guess it's supposed to be a good first impression so like whatever you communicate to that person on that day right. is what like you're communicating to them like what like the relationship or the trajectory right. of your relationship is gonna look like if you want to look at it from an objective st- standpoint like feelings aside that's really what it is yeah so if you want to split the check that's your that's your business but like that just know that that's kind of like what you're setting the standard for yeah. in the future so like it's gonna be hard to switch up later and be like okay i want you to do it and right. he's going to be like, but why? Because we've always done it this right. way. And it's like, so, I guess like yeah. what I imagine when I'm like in the future, like with my future partner, like when we are like steadily dating or even married, like we just take care of each other. Like that's just a standard. Yeah. But like you got to court your girl. And I guess I am traditional in that sense. I know like that that whole thing isn't like existent anymore, whatever. So yeah, that was like but, strike two. Uh, yeah for me wait did the lady at the counter ask like oh are you guys ordering separate or together because usually they ask that if you're coming like together like that and if he but i feel like he wouldn't say separate because that would mess with his pride i don't think she asked but again this was two years ago so i couldn't i can't 100 percent say but i think that like i like when we went up to order like he took a step forward to order and if he was going to set a precedent and like w- like pay for me, he would have been like, "Come, like come forward, like what do you want?" You know, like yeah. that's pretty standard. Like whether the cashier like said whatever, which I to can't ask remember. Or not. Yeah. yeah. So like I obviously stood back because like that's like my manners. Like I'm not going to assume that you're going to pay for my meal because again, I can take care of myself. That this is not the test. Like, this isn't a broke woman's test or anything. And majority of the women, like, we can take care of ourselves. It's a test. We're trying to see. Yeah, if you think can I'm going to a date without money on my car? Right. Like, we're not. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, you're. No, that's not the whole point. So, whatever. That was strike two because he really did, like, remember, he's in front of me. I'm behind him. So it was like a show of, like, gold card. <laughs> like,. And that, Wait, so you were next to him when he was paying? I was behind him. Okay. Like, a line. So how did he like, show you the gold? Legitimately a line. Like, he did, like, the then whole Then how twist. was he showing you the gold It was, card. like, a twist, like, twist of the body. <laughs> like, turn to look at me. the wrist. Like, turn to look at <laughs> he me. He looked at you? Yes. And then, like, pulls out, like, the wallet. And then, like, half is talking to the cashier. Half is talking to me, like, trying to catch. It's, like, flailing the card around yes. while he's talking. Yes. Talking with his hands. Just like when you get a fresh manicure. Yes. And, like, you need to show it off. And you, like, are more expressive right. with your hands. As you can see, I also have a fresh <laughs> manicure that I did myself. Period. Even though you're bougie and need Beautiful. to get it done. Okay. But that's it. Whoa. <laughs> you did not need to call me out. <laughs> I was just saying it would be nice to get a manicure. Yeah. But anyway, that was like besides the point. But yeah, so. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was strike two. We sit down and now we're just conversating, right? And this is where it all fell mm-hmm. apart for me, Chinaza. And I'm not really going to mm-hmm. go into into it too deep because like, again, this isn't like you're not my therapist and the listeners, you guys aren't my therapist either. But like, 
I mean, I can be. I feel like best friends serve as therapists, yeah. Way, but like, not to the public not eye. Not to the okay, public eye. Fine. You know how it is. So essentially, like, I could just tell that our car, like, our ideals and our morals were not lining up, and that was like yeah. a big sign of like how wealthy he was versus like I am privileged. Like I'm again saying on this podcast, like I am in a. I'm privileged. My, I my family is in a really great position, socioeconomic position. But we're not wealthy. Like when I'm saying when I yeah. say wealthy, I don't mean rich. Like, okay, guys, like well he was he you can tell came from a family of wealth. And it makes sense, obviously, that when you grow up in that type of envi- environment, you have different thinking. Like you just think differently. Mm-hmm. And I think differently. Right. And like a prime example that I have said to so many of my friends about this failed date was like when we were talking about charity or like giving back and like to me Mm -hmm. like my prime example was or I was like oh yeah like you know I really you know a like want to be a physician for xyz reason like um and ideally you know I would really very much so like to utilize my md degree and go international and give back uh to these like third world countries and do my part in society and his response was no like yeah like i love that like you know like great like that's great like i love, I love that. that stuff yeah <laughs> but then he was like you know like i think the way that i would do it is that like i would go to seattle and like i i, I want to go to seattle and i want to start my own company and like you know have like certain projects where it ra- where these companies raise money just for charity and give back that way and I have matured after these two years to say that that was not a bad answer at all. However, you can just see that in there's a difference in like where the mindsets are, you know, like he doesn't immediately think mm-hmm. of physically like a one-on-one type of interaction of being charitable. He would rather make a, and it is a larger impact by being able to financially be able to, you know, raise capital and then give back in that way which probably would have a greater impact actually um i can say that now with maturity at this age okay so if this is the mature response i think that listeners would like to know what your immature response or thoughts were because you're saying you can say it now with maturity but then what were you thinking at the moment i think in the moment i was like damn like um he's too rich for me like i think the second that he said that yeah i think the second that he said it in my head, I was like, no. Like, you know when you – there's, like, that – Yeah. That, there's, like, that moment when you're on a date with someone and th- something happens or he says something and you're like, no, not my person. So I think, yeah. like, for me, that was, like – I don't think it was an Im- immature thing, but I don't think I ever really understood his answer completely. I think he just said his answer mm-hmm. and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. Like, not we're not on the same page. Like, I don't really understand. But I have a question. Like, I feel like – on a lot of like social media nowadays and like TikToks especially, there's so many like um, videos about like you know get your coin sis like one his one his checkup like you know um, and like you know pro pro gold digger culture or I don't even like using the word gold digger because I feel like it's anti woman right in a way because like gold diggers you instantly think about women yeah even though there's plenty of people who are men yeah are enticed by marrying into money regardless of the gender right and also like sometimes i think the gold digger phrase is overused yeah versus like a woman who just wants to 
marry comfortably. Right. That doesn't make her a gold digger. Exactly. She just wants a good life for her children. But anyway, that's not <laughs> why this is supposed to go. I just want to know, like, w- at what point do you think it becomes too much? Like, the wealth becomes, like, overwhelming? Or do you think it's a matter of being wealthy or just, like, the values that someone has in combination with their wealth? Like, because the I latter. think that there's, like, a very pro, like, pro, like, you know, marrying wealthy, like, getting your bread up through relationship like culture on tiktok or at least like there's a big trend of that happening right i think the latter because like i just said that like well one and i think this is my experience like from 18 to like now i mean i haven't i'm not on dating apps anymore but like last semester i was like i'll I'll say it like i was Mm -hmm. on hinge right um and like this there's a clear pattern that i've like noticed and i'm gonna say that i'm not a gold digger um but however I do tend to attract men. I'm sitting up now. <laughs> I do tend to attract men that are in positions of either being wealthy or having the mentality of going to be wealthy or rich. So you're like, okay, so you're like kind of like financially ambitious men. Yes. Period. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Period. Like- um, and also, <laughs> Like, the whole gold digger thing that you're talking about, like, I joke around about this, like, with my friends, and it does, like, sometimes the room does get silent, and I'm like, mm, okay, so they don't get it yet, but, because I do, like, I'm not, this is not my ego thing. <laughs> they don't know. They don't get it, because I, this is what I say, heck yes, I'm looking for a gold digger, because my husband is going to be looking for a gold digger, too, because I'm going to be making my money, I'm going to make my bread, okay. so why would I not look for a man that's going to make the same amount of bread or probably more bread. And actually, this is a psycho... Like, this is my psych, my psych minor coming into play a little bit, right? Chanaz and I Ooh, have talked about Actually, this. I need this evidence because I've had conversations with, like, a lot of my friends, especially my guy friends who are like, you know, like, are you being elitist or classist for wanting somebody who has the equal level of education of you as you slash equal, like, financial income as you or equal kind of ambitions in right. that? regard as you so i'd like to have a defense to that so if this psychological thing aligns with that (laughs) fact or if there's a way i can manipulate it to work for me i would love to know so as a psych she said no (laughs) no i said so so uh, as a psych minor like i've actually did a research project when i was a freshman like kind of looking at like divorce rates and uh like net assets and things like that and there is a clear correlation um, between men and women and, like, the income that they bring and ver- versus, like, divorce rates. And, like, what I had concluded was that, like, a man – and, I, and I, I again, I'm not going to, co- like, be, like, factually speaking because I know some men are going to be like, actually, that's not me. But I'm just saying, like, an overarching, like, just – as a male, like not about not morals, not how you were brought up, but as a as a man, you your brain is wired to take care of your woman. Like back, I have an also an interesting statistic that I learned this morning, but I'll share it after you're done. I'm really intrigued too, because like this is my argument for like literally like everything. But um, and it was found that. Uh, like that's just my part A, which you can find in biology books. You can find actually like in psych books. There's many, many liter like there's so much literature backing that that there is just a mm. 
uh, a need for men to protect their woman and family. Like, that's just how it is. Right. So, like, there's nothing wrong with the woman making more money than the man. Like, at all. I'm not saying that. However, <laughs> what I am saying is that statistically, those relationships tend to go south a little bit more then like the the financial income disparity yes specifically the disparity when the man has more when the woman has more does it matter or was the did the study account for that or was it just like more general like the relationship between them both or did it no also it was compare when as? a man when a woman makes more money than a man there are higher and they're married there are higher rates of divorce that's interesting Versus when a man makes more than a woman. And again, like, I think this is such, like, a new concept. Because, again, also, we're a little bit past, like, that whole peak COVID. And peak COVID, obviously, there we saw, like, such an increase in, like, divorce rates. And that is its own, like, separate issue. Mm. But when I was, like, look, I was purely looking at the financial aspect like is there a is there a correlation like between divorce and like bringing in income and the answer is yes because women are built to kind of like just protect their family like that's how they're like women are built but men they always had that selfish like and it's a it's part of it's wired in their brain it's not like them doing it but there's always that like nagging like type of I think need to wa- always wanting to be like the provider in the, the provider family, in the family. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, or when their brain thinks that it's been snatched by the woman in the relationship, yeah, it's like at risk. Yeah, it goes south. And I mean, there are many men that are able to like fight those feelings and like maybe seek therapy or like whatever the cases may be. I'm not saying this is like conclusive to all. Or find other ways to feel like they're providing right. that aren't only quantified by like the right, paycheck exactly like taking care of certain things exactly outside of just what income provides right yeah but for me <laughs> my traditional and this is my traditional like views honestly i really hope that my future like <laughs> partners just don't listen to this podcast but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> yeah because don't count yourself out of the race <laughs> yeah but you never know. um like my traditional views are that I would ideally like a man to make more than me. And Mm -hmm. maybe that is like a hardwired thing. Like that's like the traditional views. Like my mom, my parents uh, were immigrants. So like I do have a little Mm -hmm. bit of like that old like sentiment of like, you know, the man makes more, the man like takes care of you. Like, of course I'm independent in so many other ways, but you know, I do kind of like want based on the things that I've learned and like things that my parents say and all of that combined, I ideally would like my man to either make more or have that ambitious goal to want to succeed and that does that's not like a numerical obviously like answer but it's i agree i didn't agree with you in the first half is like but then when you added the or right i agree but a lot of the times and like this is not me factually saying like oh i've seen read literature this is an opinion but i think that strong ambition always always might be strong but like majority of the time yields that yields result that result there's a there's actually uh um i think we posted it on our account at one point 
Um, it was from this TV show, A Different World. And, like, pretty much, like, the woman, her name was Whitley. She's, like, this, like, old girl from the South mm-hmm. who, like, was raised very traditionally um, to kind of, like, be, like, this Southern belle who, like, um, wants to marry, like, into a wealthy family and stuff like that. Like, that's how she's been raised since, like, from birth. Um, but as she got older, like, obviously she, her, her character developed a little bit more, Right. but she said one thing that really stuck with me and, um, one of her love interests, please like skip this part if you like, don't want to like ruin the experience for yourself, (laughs) but like the man, her love interest was asking her like in a flirty way, like, um, like what kind of man would like, what kind of husband do you Mm -hmm. want Whitley? And she was like. Um, what kind do you think? And the, the guy was like, rich. And then she was like, I want a man who is educated, enterprising, and ambitious. And he said, so you wouldn't mind if he was poor? And she said, that type man of man is, is never, never poor. poor. Exactly. No, you're right. We did post <laughs> this. Because when I saw this post, which Chanaza posted, it wasn't me. So when I saw this post, I was like, exactly. Like, this is exactly how I feel. Like, I feel like if you are, if you know what you want in life and you are ambitious, the money will follow. So by me saying, yeah. by me saying that I want a man that makes more than me, like that's not me being a gold digger. It's just me giving the end result of what I know my husband will yeah. achieve. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I right. don't feel ashamed in saying that in any way because I right. have that mentality and I want a partner that has the same mentality as, as myself. So anyway, it's better to be honest with yourself about it yeah. too. Also, I would like to say to back up one of the things before you pivot, yeah, yeah. to back up one of the things that you said about like a lot of guys wanting kind of like that idea of like providing for their family because I think that that idea is one of the most like kind of contested about whether that's like socially informed or like biologically informed or what is the substance for like those claims that like mm-hmm women tend to like want to protect their family and also like these facts can also be manipulated to say pretty sexist stuff yeah so i like want to veer away from that but i do would like i would like to say that like um as a woman i feel like i don't think women should be criticized because guys like to flip around feminism to try to slap it in our faces in order to promote gender more gender inequality and when i say this i mean like try to make you feel bad for wanting a man who like can provide for your family in a certain way that mm-hmm. you want to saying like, Oh, like that's not a feminist thought or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like as a woman, there's nothing wrong with wanting to find a man who can provide for your family in the off chance that something ever happened. And I couldn't work at a certain period of time. Right. And for like, we wouldn't instance, have to. And this is something that Chanaz and I have talked about. Maybe like Chanaz's opinions, like maybe like have changed a little bit, but like, yeah, for instance, we get pregnant, we have a child. Like I think if we are better off as a family that I am able to take off from work and actually yeah. like nurture our children like for a given period of time, not not indefinitely, <laughs> just a given period of time like during their peaked like, you know, toddler years. Yeah. What is so wrong in that? Like I'm not saying I want to be a housewife. Don't there's no way I could even physically do that but i'm just saying that like what's so wrong with having those type of aspirations alongside being driven in your career like i feel like it's possible to do both it's not all or nothing exactly and i think that like 
there's like a running discourse that it has to be. But I'm like, that doesn't even make sense to the family as a whole because someone has to do that. And if that person, if I want to be that person to do it, like, why should I feel bad for right. wanting to do that? Right. Because if I don't do it, I have to either, the child's either going to daycare or I'm buying a nanny. I'm purchasing, I'm like, <laughs> nanny. I'm not buying a nanny, but I'm purchasing nanny services yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to, like, I know what you're saying. get yeah. that accomplished. Exactly. <laughs> like, getting a nanny out of thin air, like a fairy godmother. purchasing a nanny. <laughs> I was like, I'm purchasing a nanny that was born for those purposes and was raised in nanny school, yes. But what I wanted to say, like, um, the statistic was just, like, and this is actually kind of a grim statistic, so bear with me, but, like, apparently, like, the highest rates of, like, depression and, like, unfortunately, suicide in, like, older ages tend to be, like, men who have just finished work and no longer, like, Oh, who men who are just newly retired and older and no longer work because of the fact that, like, they kind of lose their purpose because they're no longer, like, working to provide for their family. So they have, like, this existential crisis of, like, what am I here to do? Because right. a lot of their love was, like, expressed through working Providing. to provide for their right. family. So once that identity is strip stripped away from them, they're like, what am i here for what now yeah versus but that statistic isn't the same for women and i feel like that means something or at least like there's supporting evidence right. for like the claim that like i think it's an evolutionary thing it really like yeah. i mean like i'm not that's the bio stem i'm not a out. like i haven't graduated just yet give me three more months but like it is an evolutionary like way of thinking and like yeah i maybe we should i'll do more research and we'll have a conversation again because i i don't want to speak and like be like i know ex everything but i like yeah this just, is finite information yeah but just critically thinking you like it it's been this way even before kind of you know civilization um so there has to be some level of biological mechanism Shoot. like there has to be something there um for that way of thinking to kind of like continue to like be seen throughout like these ages and not, i'm not saying like a yeah. woman can't be the breadwinner and that family can't work i'm not saying that but i'm just saying that like me desiring that traditional like household there's nothing wrong with that and that doesn't make me anti-feminist you know like i'm still all the things that i desire like i still will be doing that and accomplishing that and I, if I desire to be in the home for three or four years, then I will, and I'll run this podcast. Yeah. So guess what? I'm still working. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, and guess what? And also, domestic work is work. Yes. And I really think, and this is something that is interesting because I think feminist discourse. I think that there needs to be more room for like liberal discussion about what feminism is and how like us right. women can achieve that and move forward in that direction mm -hmm. because i think with second wave feminism there was a very strong pull for like there's a right answer to you're this, right and there's a right yeah. way to solve this mm -hmm. every woman enter into the workplace that's it right like we don't need to be in the home at all right like it was almost like a complete pivot complete rejection of domestic roles right. and i feel like maybe that needed to happen because there was radical enough to push exactly us out of the home to beginning but i don't think that to be like 
to push us push us out of the home to begin with but i don't think that that's the end point and right. i don't think that that's the complete answer or full truth because now what we're experiencing is like a lot of women and i've read about this recently who have like completely rejected working whatsoever and have become housewives strictly because of like how intensive the current like state of like what women are expected to do now is and also for a lot of working women it's been found and realized that now women aren't only working but we're also doing most of the domestic roles so we're actually there's still gender inequality yeah, there's because still we're not that only responsibility doing, we're not we're still expected to pick up a lot of the domestic roles while also having a full-time right. job exactly which is making us exa- exhausted fed up tired and like dissatisfied with like our own life imbalanced lives yeah. because we don't have time for anything exactly else but work domestically and professionally so i think that's a problem too because i'm not trying to be exhausted for the rest of my life exactly and i don't want to be judged by anyone man or woman for deciding that okay this is a lot for me and i need to focus on x y or z or i need to do part-time right now right or i need to not do work at all right now right because i'm not made to just be exhausted for my whole life while like i feel like that's just something that's really unfair that women are expected to do i think it's not cool yeah i said i think it's not cool (laughs) yeah no i agree i think that's perfectly well said but and i think that's why like there needs to be what what oh go ahead sorry (laughs) no i was just saying that i think that's why like there needs to be more conversations even about like like i'm not ashamed of knowing what i want and if that is like still considered a traditional view like that so be it you guys don't know how i'll be kind of pivoting that traditional viewpoint like just because i want a man that makes more money doesn't mean that man my husband won't be taking on those domestic some of those domestic responsibilities and i feel like in a way in my household what i aspire is to have that kind of equity like throughout the family like where both of the family members are or both of the parents are making good and decent money and still are able to have like that work-life balance both of us like being able to recognize when we either one of us like need a break and things like that and again I'm only 21 so like whatever I'm saying like maybe we'll have this conversation again in like three or four years and I'll be like okay never mind like yeah you know like or like I'll change like what I'm saying like but as a 21 year old as of now as, as of right now like this is what I I think that like what I look for and again so coming from where I'm from on this date like this person like it was just not clicking um and then actually like recently so two years later this year um <laughs> somehow oh, Shivani's a bird somehow and no, I'm joking <laughs> you're not a bird I'm joking. goodbye um <laughs> somehow we like matched again and we ended up ended up going on a date Wait, again on the same app or a different a app? different app um no that's actually isn't that kind of guys listeners isn't that kind of weird to match with someone i actually am not on the dating app scene so i it don't know how this the works same app. but i think so that that's a little weird essentially like, what had happened was like we went on this date obviously like to me like i i walked out being like not i did not enjoy done. this and i thought he kind of low-key felt the same way we did not talk to each other mm-hmm. i even just to be nice though like i have a rule like if the guy doesn't this was like red uh this was strike four like at the end of the day i think it's really nice to just say hey like hope you made it home safe like I had a good time even if you didn't have a good time I think it's like a standard thing that maybe like a human should do it's just a human message like I hope you're good like see you um 
he didn't do that so then i a couple hours later like i did it i was like okay i don't really care i just want to establish that like i don't want him respect like a respect yeah so i was like hey like had a good time i didn't even say see you later because i didn't even want to leave it open-ended like i was just like had a good time (laughs) (laughs) goodbye see wait not even see you yeah because there was no see see you you later bye it was a goodbye (laughs) yeah so i was like i think it, it was a long something along the lines of like Oh, like it was interesting to have a con- to have this conver- like have conversation with you or something. Not interesting. <laughs> it's not what you want to hear. I after know, a date. but like whatever. So I left it at that. He did not respond. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, wow. Like maybe he like had even m- more of a worse a time worse than yeah. I did. Two years down the line, so like we've all deleted our apps. Maybe we go back and forth. Like usually that's how like the dating app like era goes. Uh, again, this could be another podcast. Like you hop on, you leave. You hop on, you delete. You go back. Yeah, it's like a cycle. And Chanaza knows this because like there will be like one time where I'll be like, okay, like this is how society is. Like you have to be on these apps to find a partner. And then like two months yeah. later, two months later, I'm like, no. Like if I can't find a partner generically, then I don't want it. Like I'll like. Mm-hmm. it's just i'm weird like that i don't know i'm going it's a toss and turn it's like an existential existential crisis kind of because again this is a whole nother episode that you can have but nevertheless like two years later this year last semester we matched again and i honestly just swiped right because well actually it was on hinge so he had swiped right on me first so like it went in my little folder of like people that like liked something on my profile and i saw him and i was like wait so is that how hinge works yeah so that's why i prefer hinge because like you have to be a little bit more intentional with like what you like right so um i saw that he had liked something so i liked like i accepted him so we could like chat um Mm -hmm. i think like maybe like i said like oh hey there or whatever and he immediately took it to our text messages so i was like so he had my number saved like okay we go on a date um I guess it went well. We actually even talked about like the date from two years ago. And apparently the reason why he never responded to me, and this is a, a bad response, but the reason why he hadn't responded to me was that he was heading back to Cornell. And, um, okay. He thought there was no, like, he was like, I wasn't going to do long distance with you after one date. So I just didn't say anything, which I men, that's a bad way to end it. Like if you didn't, if you enjoyed your time with someone, you should still like text that person and be like, Hey, like, I had a good time, but like, yeah. hey, I'm heading back, so you know, maybe time will tell or whatever. But yeah, I'm glad he was honest. But right, about, I'm glad he was honest with you two years later about why he did it. Two years that's later, a good trait. well, because but, I like, brought it up, Chanaza. That- you know, I can't let go of things, so I brought it. I was yeah, the one that you brought to it up, it and I was like. I thought we you had a bad date. A <laughs> like I was like, I thought we had a really bad date. Like I even told yeah. him about him about that charity conversation, and he was like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, like I didn't know. Like man, like that was immature me. Like I know, like I matured, whatever." And then we went on a second yeah. date, and a third date, and then he ghosted me mm-hmm. again. Technically, no. So <laughs> the I guess like what I'm leaving it at is that. Maybe the third time will be a ch- like you know. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that where we're ending this? I mean, I'm not ending it, but I'm just saying like, I'm not going to be chasing him. But maybe, right. maybe we both. I will say like I don't really agree with like that like the communication style. So I think we ended it at a pretty good spot. I don't think I okay. could have really been in a committed situation with a person that can't communicate. 
But and who has too much money? No, I'm joking. Yeah, that was not the takeaway. <laughs> I don't think that was the takeaway. <laughs> money and value. I will say, like the the new him, two years later him. I did enjoy that person. Like, I think we had really great conversation. I actually saw it maybe Somebody, going somewhere, yeah. but then he ghosted me. Um, so, yeah. Ugh, now I don't like him. Because, yeah. like, why are you going to ghost? The first time he didn't technically ghost, he did ghost. He did ghost. He, he didn't, didn't respond, respond to my message. Yeah. And then he's going to ghost again. Right. Ghost me once, shame, shame on, on you. you. Ghost, ghost me, me twice, twice. low-key shame on me. I know, I know. Shame on me. I can't put the blame on you anymore. Period. I'm glad you got that. I love that song. Don't say, you know that song, Don't Save Her? Because she don't want to be saved. Yes, of course don't I know J. Cole. <laughs> okay. I actually didn't remember who sang it, so thank you for saving uh, me Oh, I'm crying. But yeah, that's um, why. Wait. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I was going to sing it a little bit more, but no, I actually forget Go it. ahead. <laughs> ghost me one time, shame, shame on, on you. On you. Ghost, ghost me two times. times. I can't put the blame, blame on, on you. Ghost, ghost me three, three times. times. Okay, we're Peace done. Signs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was like, this is a PG podcast. You got me into the so. groove. What, what can I say? But yeah, so I guess like the moral of the story is that life happens. And in this situation, I think I, we started off in a really immature place at 18. And we kind of improved a little bit. And I still got ghosted. So... <laughs> <laughs> but we'll life we'll, sucks I'll, she'll keep you posted keep she you still posted. got ghosted but she'll keep you posted oh, i'm crying <laughs> what happens okay guys well that is our story time for today like i i think it was a story time and then we got into some deep combo rant. i loved it though i think yeah, this was perfect. which i love uh these are my favorite podcasts because i love like just like kind of weaving in and out of that so that's so super fun let us know what you think about all the stuff that we threw around here today let me know if you, have if you dislike my, my thinking <laughs> like, yeah like like and obviously it's always in flux and i feel like communication is what makes the world go around like we're not gonna have the same opinions and i yeah. will continue to say that because like i feel like on this campus that i'm on like so many times people like if there's a, such a militant way of attacking knowledge where it's like there's a true like this is right and this is wrong yeah. i feel like that's Some not things, the case always. You just need to have a like more liberal discussion, right. like liberal. Yeah. As in And sometimes you gain sometimes you gain knowledge. sometimes you gain perspective and you change your opinion right then and there. And like that's literally the point of conversation and that's honestly the point of education. You know what I'm saying? Like you have yeah, you have which is opinions. Lost right. right. <laughs> yeah. You ha- I mean, I'm just yeah. saying like it's not how the like the school like I feel like when we might be heading away from that, and I'm, it's sad. I'm, like, it really me. is sad, but that's I'm afraid of. That's really how it's supposed to be. You have an opinion, you learn something new, you gain a new perspective, and you maybe change your opinion, or you still think your opinion's right, and that's okay. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's really what. It but is. we'll have a conversation about that. I feel like that's a podcast in its own. You're right. But for now, we're just going to pub ourselves. Yes. By telling you to follow us at Call Me Whatever Podcast. Five stars on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Find us on Anchor and see all the other platforms that we're available yep. on. And as always, call, call us, us whenever. whenever. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love you.